Hey guys, it's Tay-Tay, welcoming you back to another episode of Lotus Village Voices, the official podcast of Lotus House Women's Shelter in Miami, Florida. In honor of the achievements made by women to history, culture, and society, we have a special guest this episode, Isabella De Loca. She has taken on the role as executive director, passed down from Constance Collins, who founded the shelter in 2004. I also spoke to Shay, Rosa, and Lily, just a few of the incredible women here at the shelter. They gave me a chance to chat with them, and they shared with me what keeps them empowered and motivated as women. Hi, Isabella. Welcome to the Lotus Village Voices podcast. We're so excited to have you today here as our guest for International Women's Month. So yeah, let's get started. Thanks for having me. (laughs) All right, so now I know you recently transitioned from director to executive director of Lotus Village, and I don't want to only congratulate you on behalf of myself, but on behalf of the women at the shelter, We know you deserve it, and we're so happy to see you bloom into this wonderful woman, so. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so excited for my new role and everything that's to come. Yeah. All right, so let's start from the beginning. Um, What made you want to work at Lotus Village? So I went to school in Chicago, and I studied social work, Mm -hmm. and I just knew that I wanted to do something meaningful with my life. I didn't know what it was going to be. Um, I knew that I loved working with children, and... I wanted to do something that I loved. I wasn't really interested in making money and having a job. I wanted to have more of a vocation, I guess. Okay. So I graduated from school in Chicago, and I came back home to Miami, and I heard about Lotus House. So I reached out in hopes that I could volunteer, and one thing led to another, and they offered me a job. Okay, um... How long have you been with Lotus Village, and what was your position when you initially started? I've been here for about eight and a half years now. So my first position was with the employment team, employment and education team, actually. And I worked with Renisha. My first assignment was to develop with Renisha a job training program at our thrift store for the barista program. Oh, that's cool. I remember that program, yeah. What was your favorite part about your job and like what was the hardest in your opinion? My favorite part was always working with the kids, waiting for them to get home from school so we can do homework together, play. And the hardest part was definitely turning women and children away, which is something that unfortunately we've done since we opened our doors. Yeah, we still kind of deal with that on a daily basis. It's definitely hard to watch and deal with so I definitely agree with you so okay take me through a day in the life of an executive director at Lotus Village so let's see I usually start my day by coming into the office and checking my emails uh, reading about what happened overnight is usually my first Mm go-to and then I try to be as organized as possible because you know we all have a million things to do and a never-ending to-do list so I create a to-do list, um, make sure we don't have any deadlines we have to meet. Those are always prioritized. So emails, deadlines, and then whatever activities I have planned for the day, whether it's planned scheduled meetings, tours of the facility, meeting with grantors or donors. Okay. <laughs> every like day is different. Every yeah. day is different, which makes my job super exciting. That's that's good. Okay, so You're very pragmatic, but also passionate. How do you manage to balance the two? Like, I don't know. It's (laughs) just, I guess it's my personality. I've always been like this. 
Um, I'm really lucky to do something that I love and I feel very strongly about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, what drives you every day, like, coming to work and just... We know that you love doing it, but what is something you tell yourself, like, every day to keep you motivated and keep you just excited about what you do? I always remind myself that every day we have people moving into the shelter, right? So even though we might um, be in a routine or in a cycle, it's always someone's first new day at the shelter. So we want to make sure that they have the best experience. So we want to make sure that we're always saying good morning to everyone, right? Because that can really change someone's perspective of how they view the shelter. And we just want to make sure that every experience that we have with our guests, they're positive ones, because they really can change their lives. Yes, I definitely agree. Coming from someone who's, who's an alumni of the shelter. So how does it feel to take on such a major role at the shelter as executive director? And how are you planning to carry the torch that has been passed down to you from Constance? So very big <laughs> shoes to fill, as yeah. you know. Um, but I've been really lucky. I've been working closely with Constance for basically since I started. Mm-hmm. So I've learned a lot from her and continue to learn a lot from her. We have an incredible team. And I mean, when I started, we had 25 team members. Now we're about 130. Jesus. So it's definitely not a one woman job. Yeah. It's a lot of us. It takes a village. <laughs> it def- definitely does. So since Lotus House first opened their doors about 16 years ago, we know that Lotus has grown from serving over 34 women to over 500 women nightly. Um, Can you predict what Lotus will be like in the next 15 to 20 years? I cannot. (laughs) Uh, We are big dreamers here, and lately all of our dreams have been coming true. So I'm excited to see what's in store for the future. I don't see any um, immediate increase in the number of people that we're serving right now as the largest shelter for women and children in the country. I think we have our hands full. The Lotus House has always been growing, changing, evolving, picking up these new um, initiatives and things like that. So what's the next big thing for Lotus Village? So the Children's Village is coming. Um, It's a project being sponsored by our endowment fund, which is going to be a game changer, not only for Lotus House, but for Overtown. So it is going to provide invaluable resources to all of the children, again, not only at Lotus House, but in the community. Mm -hmm. So we're super excited. We're partnering up with different organizations in the community to better serve our kids. As you know, we need more play space, more space for our kids to run around, to learn, to play instruments and drums. Yesterday we had kids playing the drums super loud in the education center so no one could work. (laughs) Uh, So we're super excited to give the kids a space that's really their own where we can bring all of these resources to not only change their lives but their whole families. Yes, I'm super excited for Children's Village. I know that, like you said, it'll be a big change, like a big impact on the city of Overtown as well as the women at the shelter. So I'm super excited to see just watching it being built day by day, like next year. So, yeah, it's going to be beautiful. So, what is the mission for Children's Village? Uh, like, let's dig into like what's the what's going to be inside of Children's Village? Is it going to be a home for more rooms for women in the shelter, or is it going to be something different? So it's not going to be another homeless shelter. It is going to be a resource center. It's going to have a child care center on the ground floor. 
It's going to provide families with the resources that they need so we can really break the cycle of poverty and homelessness. And we really believe that by investing in children, we're able to do this. So that's why we are focusing on them. The children are our future. Exactly. <laughs> that's, 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 that's serious. So we want to provide them with all of the resources that they need so they, you know, can blossom yeah. and, yeah, reach their dreams and their goals. And I like the fact that it's, like, going to be easily accessible for not only the women here, like you said, but for the community because not a lot of, like, services and, you know, um, things like that are easily accessible for people that's, you know, experiencing homelessness or just, like, not able to get to and from where they need to go. So I really am excited that it's going to be, like, right in the heart of Overtown. Like, that's that's big. That's major for Lotus Village. Definitely. I think when we built this facility, we wanted to make sure that we weren't an island, but that we were a resource for the community. That's yeah. why we built our health clinic, and that's why we have a, our child care center, which also allows community members to participate in it. Okay, so I'm 100% sure you know that you're an inspiration for the women here, as well as the staff. Um, being so young, focused, and just driven um, so, like, how do you do it, and, like, what messages would you have for any women out there that are aspiring to be as great as you are? <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, that's very nice. I don't know what to say. Um, I am just really lucky to do what I love, and I think that's why it comes up so naturally. Um, I feel really passionate about it. We really change people's lives here. And I get to be part of a team that feels the same way, which is incredibly inspiring and motivating. Yeah. It's like you. Yeah. You know, I remember when you were in high school and look at where you are now. Yeah, so. it's definitely like, I agree. Like, um, I'm, I'm extremely grateful to be able to do something I love as well as, as well as help people, you know, going through unfortunate situations. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. And we see, again, we see people's lives change. Yes. Like in front of your eyes, literally. And it's, it's kind of emotional a little bit, but it's it's more just exciting to see, you know, just the different ways somebody's life can turn out. If you just help them and just, you know, just listen, be there, smile, say good morning. Like you said, you know, little the little things matter. So you have any like final words or anything you want to leave before you, you know, I'm super proud of you. I'm <laughs> proud to be part of this podcast now. Um, and I look forward to see what you continue to do with it. Thank you so much for having us. Well, thank you or so me. much. For, <laughs> thank you for, so much for stopping by. I know like you're super busy, so you know I really appreciate you coming by, just giving us a few words. Volotas Village and Children's Village, just the upcoming things that are you know going to be happening in, within the next few years for Lotus. So thanks. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you so much, Isabella, for joining us today, and congratulations on your new role. I'm sure I speak for everyone when I say we're excited for the new developments in store for Lotus Village. International Women's Month is a month dedicated to reflect on the often overlooked contributions of women to United States history. From Abigail Adams to Susan B. Anthony, Sojourner Truth to Rosa Parks, the timeline of women's history milestones stretches back to the founding of the United States. And here at Lotus Village, we recognize each and every woman for their strength, resilience, and determination every single day. As I mentioned in the beginning of today's episode, I spoke to three women at the shelter and they gave me a few things that keeps them empowered as women. Here are their amazing responses. What inspires you? 
Uh, okay. Uh, I think my daughter. Your daughter? <laughs> yeah, my baby girl. Like, since I became a mother, I feel like she's all I have. And she's the one that keeps me going. And all I do is for her. I just want her to be happy. And I feel like she's the one that makes me be a better person every day. Art, fashion, design. I love to draw. I love to make clothes. Mm -hmm. My kids inspire me a lot. They keep me going. Mm -hmm. They motivate me to do a lot of great things for them. So when they get older, they don't have to struggle so much. So a little about me, what gets inspired, what gets me going during my day is the fact that I get to wake up to God every morning and being grateful and thankful. He's like God's one of my biggest inspirations. Why? Because I wouldn't be able to pull myself up the way I can. I wouldn't be able to dig myself out of the graves I've dug. And to be honest, I wouldn't be at Lotus House today if it weren't for him. Um, Lotus House has inspired me to go a little bit farther with the skill and the talent that I do have that pursues my soul, which is my art. And my art does touch other people. It allows me like to see how other people grow through my art. And I see people start doing like different types of canvases and paintings and stuff like that. So in a way, I feel like I'm also inspiration, not just also getting inspiration from God. What empowers you as a woman like on a day-to-day -day basis? My personality, mm -hmm. like I feel like I'm very kind, generous, mm -hmm. peace and love. Mm -hmm. So like I don't like to fight with anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm like more like a shy. I have like a shy personality, mm -hmm. but I always want the best for everybody. And also I do meditation mm -hmm. and yoga so I can control myself and don't react yes. over any kind of situation. So that's what empowers me to be a better person mm -hmm. and to want the best for everybody. What inspires me as a person, personally, is knowing thyself, knowing how to compliment yourself, knowing how to build with yourself, knowing how to love yourself. And it's easier said than done, but how to do that for myself on a day-to-day -day basis is just even looking in my mirror, telling myself I'm beautiful, or complimenting other people to hear a compliment back. That's where my inspiration, that's where my empowerment comes from when I do do that. Thank you so much to each and every team member for your hard work and dedication to bettering the lives of the women and children we serve. It truly takes a village. For our listeners, if you are interested in volunteering or donating to Lotus Village, email love at lotushouse.org. For a list of our urgent needs, you can visit our website at lotushouse.org, or you can stop by our Instagram page at lotushouseshelter. Before we end the episode, here's a quote by Audrey Lorday. When I dare to be powerful, to use my strength in the service of my vision, then it becomes less and less important whether I am afraid. Thank you all for tuning in today. Until next time.